Welcome back to week 13 with our quarterback rankings for the week. We have some sneaky starts, some controversial fades, and an entire top 15. And the honor mentors actually push back to the top 18 quarterbacks on the week for you guys. To any listeners, I am Skyler. This is JWB. I'm here to help, as a lot of you guys I know are going to be without Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, and Joshua Dobbs this week. We got you. To any returning listeners, you are the absolute best. If you love fantasy football, please make sure that you subscribe. We are on our way to 2,500 subscribers, which is our goal by the end of the season. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. Okay, as always, I'll give you a quick little update on the Fantasy Pros Action Competition. I had a rough week last week. The whole team did here. I was 98th on the week, but we ride. I'm 25th on the season. That is the goal is to finish top 25 on the year. So for now, we will take it. We got to finish the last month or so very strong. Let's get started with a couple honorable mentions here. And I want to start things off with Baker Mayfield here for the Carolina Panthers. Baker is a really safe quarterback too, but I just don't love his stream appeal versus the Panthers defense. That's been so poor to the run that quarterbacks have just not really been needed. Having the third least passing attempts against, I'll wait to see an update on Baker's ankle as well before I advise to start here. Quarterback 17. I've got Kenny Pickett here against the Arizona Cardinals. You will see Boulder rankers pushing Kenny Pickett up to the fringe quarterback one status this week. And I wish I could do the same versus an exploitable Cardinals defense. But even what seemed like a good week last week, Pickett only managed a quarterback 21 finish. He's finished better than his quarterback 17 ranking just twice as quarterback 14 and quarterback 15 weeks 7-3. and three. But I acknowledge the upside in this one. And the last honorable mention here I have for you is Gardner. Minshew at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee's been a solid matchup of late. I somehow find myself a few spots below consensus on Minshew in this one. My thing with Minshew is how limited he is through the air with minimal rushing really added on here. Touchdowns may come his way in this one, but quarterback 18 feels responsible for where I would normally rank Minshew. I may push him up a couple spots here, but my cap is around quarterback 15. The only way I prefer Minshew to Derek Carr is if both Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid miss this week. Now my weekly fade is going to be Matthew Stafford versus Cleveland. He's also got Baltimore next week, so he's going to fall right back into that boat next week. Uh, may not totally flop, but that's contingent on Cleveland's health and where, if they turn the ball over, uh, where they turn it over uh, on their end. But let's start with our top 15. Kick things off here with Geno Smith at the Dallas Cowboys. ECR has him at quarterback 19. The line really failed Geno Smith last week, and they may show again, but Dallas hasn't been as dominant against the quarterbacks for fantasy as of late. Early projections like Geno's volume in this one, but I couldn't imagine going his way in a one-quarterback league unless my preferred starter is on bye, but I ride above consensus. Just like quarterback 14 for me here with Derek Carr versus the Detroit Lions. At the time of recording, Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid aren't ruled out. Should both miss? Well, more crucially, Chris Olave. I will be moving cars down in my rankings. What I love here is the home dome game and Detroit's pitiful passing defense parlayed with a good rushing defense and a powerful offense. Neurons will need to keep up in this one. That may just be harder with their top three wide receivers out. Should Olave and Shahid miss? Kamara's going to be an RB1 on the week. AT Barry may be a sneaky, sneaky flex. Keep an eye out for the squares, scares, and prayers for week 13 with Tim and I. Should Chris Olave be named out prior to that recording. A.T. Perry may just get a shout. And quarterback 13 here, the last in this tier for me, is going to be Jordan Love versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Ray line with ECR. Kansas City is just really tough on quarterbacks, but they've been 
more middle of the pack over the last month. He's coming off his best performance of his career, so we will tail consensus with that momentum. It's tough to know what version of Jordan Love we shall get, but in any desperate spots, Love is my top streamer outside this top 12. We're going to kick off that top 12 here with Kyler Murray, who I am two spots below ECR, and Kyler's return has been as good as I can ask for quarterback 12. It's as late as I've ranked him, and it's only because the matchups ahead of him are really solid, and the Steelers are six best against opposing quarterbacks. I expect touchdowns to be limited in this one on both sides, so I'm being more conservative with both quarterbacks in this one. Quarterback 11 here, we're going to have Jared Goff at the New Orleans Saints. Goff is on the other side of the Dome game that we previously mentioned with 17 to 21 points in his last three games after the bye. And as favorites in this one, it should be another safe day for Jared Goff. I'd be higher, but New Orleans is admittedly a tougher matchup on paper. We will have Jared Goff next week in the top 10 in Chicago. Quarterback 10 here I have is Russell Wilson at the Houston Texans. ECR has Russell Wilson at quarterback 11. For Dynasty Manners who have been tormented by Russell Wilson's woes over the last few seasons, this is your cell window. To any competing Manners with a hole at quarterback two, right now is your buy window. The rest of the season schedule for Russell Wilson is hot. Russ has quietly been one of the best quarterback twos in the game this year, finishing top 18 in all but two weeks. He's only finished in the top 10, however, twice. But with forwards final five games versus bottom 10 defenses to quarterbacks. Russ is set to make his way in there a couple more times. Denver's heating up for real at this rate. I'm not ruling out a 10 win season for the Broncos, which would be a nine and one finish to the year. Who would have thought that five weeks ago? Quarterback nine still within this tier. It's a pretty big tier here for me. It's going to be Justin Herbert at the New England Patriots. If you have Herbert, you're likely playing him with the Chargers team woes. This may end up being a competitive game against the New England Patriots, which should bring more volume than others have needed against what's been a really poor team, but a solid one to fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, Justin Herbert will be a mid to late quarterback going the rest of the season with a pretty middling schedule. Quarterback eight here, we have Brock Purdy at the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm two spots below ECR here. Philly remains a great matchup for fantasy quarterbacks, and the Niners have a ton to prove in this one. Teams normally can't run versus Philly, but most teams also aren't the Niners. That's where I think the difference really here is going to be. I like Purdy, but the quarterback six ECR spot has him contingent on touchdown upside that just is not guaranteed. The Philadelphia Eagles are a good football team. Purdy has attempted over 31 passing attempts just once this season, so do not anticipate the league-leading 41 attempts against per game for the Eagles to come his way. It may be a little bump, but I don't expect 40 plus here for Brock Purdy, um, which is typically needed to finish as high as the ECR would like him in this one without the touchdowns coming his way. So it'll be a great spectacle as the neutral viewer, though. I can't wait. I love a grudge match. Uh, and then quarterback seven, we have the last in this tier for me is going to be CJ Stroud versus the Denver Broncos. The other side of this game with Russell Wilson Stroud. All the way back to Tyler, uh, Kyler, as we mentioned, in this tier, are more or less interchangeable for me this week. Denver has been much improved as of late, being top 10 to quarterbacks in that span versus the league worst position that they found themselves in earlier in the season. The variance in these spots and the pocket quarterbacks will come from touchdowns. I just have Stroud ahead of the pack because he's really proven he's good for multiple touchdowns way more often than not, having done so in eight of his 10 games since week one. Now moving up into our A-tier quarterbacks for week 13, we got Trevor Lawrence versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm a spot above ECR on this one. Trevor's just really heating up. He went back to him in the top 10 last week. It really paid off for us. Let's enjoy what should be a beatdown in week 13 before we likely look away versus a tough stint in Cleveland and then back home versus Baltimore. Since Cincinnati has kind of gotten um, off the hook a little bit over the last couple weeks. And obviously it was a little bit of a mess when Burrow went out. And then last week with Pittsburgh, they don't exactly put up points. So I think this defense and this team is really going to start to get exposed. This offense is really going to struggle. Because the Jacksonville defense is going to put up pressure. And I think this thing could get really away from them. It's a great spot for Trevor Lawrence to go out and do his thing. Uh, I feel pretty good about going back to him as a mid to top quarterback one.
quarterback five, Sam Howell. This is my most aggressive ranking on the week. He's the man I'm taking a swing on in this week's highest over-under. I'm just waiting to see points all across the board. It helps that the commanders just do not play defense. Uh, Howell has now aired it out over 40 times in every single game, but once since week three. This has led to eight quarterback one finishes on the season and a quarterback four position at this point in the year. Howell's turning out to be one of the best values in fantasy football so far this season. And another guy you could argue has been a value, a little bit more boom bust here, but he gets the other side of this match because of Washington Commanders, which is has been an absolute feast for quarterbacks as of late. I'm a spot below ECR, but that's no slight here to Tua. Um, he's just a better quarterback in this one for me than Sim Howell. It's where I delineate between the two. Miami is the highest implied team total on the week, and I see no way that this Commanders defense helps keep the Dolphins under 30 points, seeing that they've let up 105 points in their last three, which included over 30 to the DeVito-led Giants. Now we're going to get into our S-tier players. This is more or less chalk, but I'm going to go against consensus at number one in ranked act there. He's just on an absolute tear, and I don't expect to slow down versus Seattle. My only fear is a classic Thursday night game under, but I anticipate both sides to air it out in this one, with Geno Smith having been ahead of consensus already in my ranks early on. That's where that really came from in this one. Uh, but for Patrick Mahomes here at my quarterback three spot, Green Bay should really be a safe spot for him to finish top eight, right? I'm putting my quarterback three here. Do, is he, do I think he's going to finish top three? He may not, but he is the safest, the third safest, in my opinion, to finish inside that top eight. I think with Patrick Mahomes, your range of outcomes is really slim. He should have a very good outing in this one. I feel really good about it. As well as Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts, any given week here, should be a lock for a touchdown on the ground. My tiebreaker uh, goes to Hurts finding himself against a motivated Niners defense here versus Dak Prescott, who, as I mentioned, I think is set up for another great week. We've gone to Dak Prescott in our top five now. It's like feels like seven or eight weeks, and he's finished there every single time. It felt great to get a week ahead of this one on Dak Prescott and go in and advise you guys to buy him, and now we are just riding that one out. I still do think Dak Prescott is worth the buy, and I think he's worth the buy high. If you were playing Dynasty Football, go check out our channel. We had a clip where Tim and... Uh, sorry, Nate and Matt talked about Dak Prescott this week, and they talked about whether or not they are still buying in on him at full price. Definitely go check that one out. It was a fantastic episode, but that does it here for me, guys. As I mentioned before, we got into we're on our way to 2,500 subscribers, which we hope to get to by the end of the season. It's getting really close, so any support there would absolutely help us. Uh, a couple things in the description you'll find. You'll find a link to our Clips catalog. We've taken every single player where it's Dynasty leading up to season or in season very subsequent. When you click in there, if we do not have a take on a player recent enough that you would like, go into our Discord. It's free also in the description. And you can let me know. Tag me in there. Let me know what player. And we will fit them into an upcoming video depending on what format you want, if we can do that for you. The last thing in there, if you want my show sheet notes to this show, every single show that I do as well as full Dynasty rankings and a bunch of bonus content there. Check out our Patreon. Starts at less than a dollar a week. Uh, you see the underdog fantasy football right there. If you still want to do some basketball adjusts, we have some stuff going in season, even through the fantasy. Uh, sorry, the actual NFL playoffs. Go check them out. Real prizes against real competition, real money. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Use code JWB for a deposit match up to $100 for a new depositors. JDB Fantasy Football, just at JDB Fantasy Football on all platforms. Go give us a follow. I'm going to try my best to really uh, focus on Spotify as we get more into the offseason. That is all podcast platforms, wherever you listen, go give us a follow, give us a rating. It would help us immensely. I'm going to try to make more of an effort to go and push us there as well as the YouTube channel into the off season. And the next year, go follow us on the Instagram and the TikTok. We're going to try to do our best to stay up with those ones. It fell off a little bit this year just because of how focused I've been on the fantasy person, actually conversation rankings, these YouTube videos, uh, and everything else we have going on. JW here, make sure everything gets up. We can continue the content on a daily basis for you guys. Um, 
the pin tweet on Twitter slash X if that's what you want to go for is at JDB underscore FF. It's got where you can find our full team, everything everyone has going on. Definitely go give everyone on the team a follow. They're my favorite follows on Twitter. I don't just say that. They are part of a team for the reason. I love everybody there. So go give them a follow, show them your love, and I'll catch you guys next time.